Welcome to the Working Women's Channel. My name is Clara Capano, and we're gonna share the real secrets to success. Come on in. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the Working Women's Channel. I am here with my dear friend, Leslie, and we are going to talk about, again, the, the real secrets to success and how as working women and also working moms, we can face anything and come out stronger on the other side. So Leslie, you and I met just recently through our Women Who Boss Up Connections. And instantly I knew you were one of my new favorite people ever and we have our California connection but you are just a force and you are so funny and just have so much just passion in you for what you do so I am honored to call you my friend and also to have you here with us so welcome thanks Clara I'm fired up and you're absolutely right I felt like there's a little captain planet little you know like shields like I don't know, like a cartoon. I feel like I want to do some gestures here, but it was yeah. just a natural alignment. It was. So um, before we start diving into all the questions, you know, I really just wanted to see if you can just quickly sort of share what you do and what your company does, because you have a very unique company. Yeah, everyone. Uh, my name is Leslie Liu. I am a trauma-informed self-defense coach, and I am the founder of Reclaiming Your Courage. I help professional women and moms stand in their power by speaking up through a self-defense mindset. Love it. Yeah. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit more and talk about your, your mission and how you came across this and started this. But, you know, what we're really trying to do here on this talk is really dive into the real stories and pathways to success, because we know it's not always pretty. There are a lot of bumps in the roads, a lot of hurdles, a lot of challenges. So as you are building your business, can you think about a time where maybe it was challenging for you? And can you share any of the obstacles you faced and how maybe you've overcome one or two of them? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, when I first started my business, I had no idea what I was doing. And I think that my mistake was I let the grooming I've experienced most, most of my life, whether that's cultural grooming and just being a people pleaser and accommodating everyone else, I was really listening to the voice of others, of what should be marketable, what is a good business model, how should I be marketing something. So I wasted so much time and energy really trying to, I feel like, appease someone else. But it's my business. Right. And so there was a lot of soul searching that had to happen. And I think what drove that was the pandemic. And secondly, being an Asian American woman, that was at the start and the height of um, hate crimes against Asian Americans. And I had to really come from a place of what keeps me up at night? Where is my heart? Mm -hmm. And really identifying what my business values and personal values was. And as soon as I was able to hone in on that, I was able to lead in an authentic way and say, no, this is my mission. My mission is to save the lives of women and allies. I love that. So basically the journey of going through this is by learning how to connect with your truth and your authentic voice. That's what helped you 
sort of come through this challenging time? Yeah, really kind of fighting mental constipation, I call it. <laughs> kind of caught up in your head and really asking myself, whose voice am I hearing right now? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that was uh, my inner critic, my intergenerational trauma, my mom, my toxic family members, uh, my my bosses and people that like exerted so many like microaggressions towards me. Mm-hmm. So once I was really kind of able to tap in and and lead myself and, and really say like, um, this is my voice and these are my values, I was able to break through that for sure. Now, my personal thought is I feel like I see this with so many women in business that we follow the path of others or we follow the messages that we think we need to do. I know for me, I when you were telling your story, I was like, I felt like I was listening to myself. I did the same thing. I For so many years, I tried to show up in a way that I felt others would accept me. And I, I did the same thing. It never felt truthful. And that's really my story is, you know, and that's my big, my big vision and my big voice and messages. Again, you got to find success on your terms. What is your perception? Do you find that other women are doing the same thing? In terms of, yeah, like we, we are trying to uphold an impossible bar and an image. And there's that level of perfectionism that comes into play here. And especially if you're someone who's been in corporate life or has, or been a professional, or you were raised a certain way to be proper and to not disrespect anybody. Like even for, for me, sometimes I have to fight this tendency to kind of show up and like wear like perfect clothing and make sure my pearls are placed and my hair is perfect because I've always been conditioned and even like in operating my business, I feel like, oh my gosh, like these graphics and these things all have to be perfect. No, they just have to be aligned energetically and, and speak to what I want to give to the world. So just letting go of that perfectionism. I love that. That's so, it's so important. It's really hard to do, but I think when we learn to do that, a whole new opportunity and a way of doing it opens up for us. And we, that, that's how we find our true path is, and I always love to say, you know, we're perfectly imperfect the way we are. Yeah. And I like to say like, raise your frequency because like you have the answers and you already know what your voice is. And and it's just a matter of amplifying that. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about your company because when I met you and you were sharing with me, I've known people who do trauma therapy and I know people who do self-defense, but I never knew anybody that brought them together. So I would love to hear sort of where did you come up with this vision and what is your mission, especially as it pertains to working with other women in business and other moms? Yeah. Um, so I've been a martial artist my entire life. So 20 plus years and I have two black belts and always just been a lover of martial arts. And I think that all throughout my life, I've lost my voice. Uh, at a very early age, I was a victim of sexual assault. And there's so many areas in which that trickled into other areas of my life and my mental health, um, where I really couldn't advocate for myself. So that was the problem. But there was a structure that I had with self-defense that has always helped me overcome and find my courage. Mm. And so um, a couple of years ago, I was teaching traditional self-defense. So you go to a workshop. 
you help women hold a pad and and kick it and it, it feels really empowering. But a lot of times that feeling dies down after the workshop. Mm-hmm. And then I always found that there were women in the class who people were just kind of rolling their eyes at because they were like, come on, just do the moves, just do the technique. And being someone who's experienced trauma myself, I just know that that's not how I roll or how I want someone to teach me. So I started holding space for these women and really honing in and asking them like, what's going on right now? What's the, what's, what's the story that you're reliving right now? And so I, in my research and in time is really understanding that identity and how someone perceives themselves had a lot to do with some blockages. Um, I learned that women were experiencing very deep rooted inner hurt, inner trauma, that it made it nearly difficult for them to kick ass, essentially. So I put it all together um, through a self-defense mindset, through verbal self-defense, and through using your body. So I put all those things holistically together because once I was able to help women tap into this, of like being able to speak up, vocalize your boundaries, rooting yourself in love and courage and really standing in your power. What I started to see happen was you would have women who had 200 pound plus men on top of them, choking them. And once I was able to like create this method for them, these women got these guys off of them like they were trucks. They just literally were so empowered and so fierce because they had that, that burning voice inside of them that was just like enough. Like I'm tired of eating shit. I'm tired of being a human punching bag. I'm tired of hearing my mother's voice. I'm tired of my boss, like, you know, not advocating for me or getting that raise or being passed up. There's just something of a breakthrough that happens every time. And that like really lit me up that like, I wanted to do more than just teach women how to use pepper spray. Like those are great fundamental things, but like, you have to make it practical for women. Like, I'm not going to tell you to go poke someone in the eyes because like, I don't want to poke anyone in the eyes. I want you to understand that no one's coming to save you and you, you can verbally defend yourself and you can stand in your power for those that you love and get home to your loved ones. And I would love your take on this because my, my thought on this is you're working with these women and definitely teaching them some proactive ways to protect themselves, to get them out of a situation that we hope never happens. But if it does, they're going to be able to be strong. But I I would wonder, do you feel that even just having a woman go through your workshops and feel confident that she can protect herself, that actually that mindset crosses over into her also knowing she can take on anything in the workplace, you know, and stand up for herself in other places, just in not only just on a dark street corner. Yeah, exactly. I love that you brought that up because I talk about a self-defense mindset as to being like something that's not just about physical attacks. Cause there's some women living in some places in the world that are like, well, you know what? I don't actually feel that unsafe. But when you really kind of dial into the psychology, I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about non-physical attacks. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's a boundary you have no 
problem protecting? How do you respond when your family members are being toxic and are are pushing you to a, a place that you don't want to go? What happens when you're in a verbally abusive relationship where someone's gaslighting you and disempowering you? Or when your boss like makes you work X amount of hours or you can't say no to a client who's like trying to eat up your time, like what happens then? So I like to say that how you defend yourself on the streets and in the workplace is the same. And what's the common denominator there? It's your self-defense mindset. Mm-hmm. Ah, so powerful. Yeah. Again, because when we can control our mindset, I mean, that's really the key to, you know, unlocking success in every other aspect of our world. So I think it's so beautiful. So what I want to do now is talk about a little bit what it means to be a woman and owning your own business, because you are a mom, but there are some women out there watching this. They're not moms. They could be married. They could be pet moms, whatever it is. But I do feel that there are always trade-offs that we need to make. I don't like to use the word sacrifice because I think that's negative, but I do think there's this concept of you can have it all. And I think you can have it all, but sometimes it's not all right now. So what do you feel in building your business are some of the trade-offs that you have had to make or that you're making right now to make it all work? Yeah, I think that the biggest shift for me has been understanding to like really dumb down that voice that says like, oh, you've got to have work-life balance. And I had a coach years ago that said, it's not about work-life balance. It's about work-life integration. Mm -hmm. And that really set the tone for my life where like, I didn't have to compartmentalize. I didn't have to choose. I didn't have to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So like when I could really hone in on my time and and strategize for myself what I want my days to look like. Um, I feel like I give myself permission to feel less guilty that I'm not 100% present for my kids during that time. Because I know ultimately my business and my vision and my mission is to impact the community, but also like build a legacy for my kids. Mm-hmm. So um, the trade-offs I've had to make is psychological ones and mental ones of like, what is the cost of me not doing this versus what am I losing out on? Or, oh my God, I'm a horrible mother because I'm so fatigued and overwhelmed and burnt out that like, I can't be the best mom. I'm like, my kids don't know the difference. Like my kids are perfect. They, they feel loved. They express love. They don't, they don't like clock in and clock me in and clock me out as their mom. They're like, all they see is like mom is um, leading. And I hope that as they get older, they'll be proud of me. Like, I feel like I'm modeling the behavior I, I want them to see. And when I have that mindset going into it, I'm able to accomplish so much more. Yeah. I love that you hit on the ideas of giving yourself permission of really looking at your days. What makes sense for me? And I am a firm believer of the same thing. I use the terminology of work balance harmony just like you use integration, because I agree, it's not about balance. You're never going to be in balance. You're always going to be out. But it's again, how can you make it work for you? And how can you show up as the best version of yourself? Because that's really what matters. So I think that's just beautiful. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the best version. Like showing up is like, hey, me showing up today is like, I'm going to sleep in a little bit today. Or I'm just, if I could only accomplish one thing out of five things on my list, like I am not going to beat myself up. 
uh, and put so much pressure on myself because this is about long-term sustainability. Yeah, I love that. So, you know, my hope and my vision for the show is to not just speak to today's woman, but to leave messages for tomorrow's woman, for the younger generation. What are some messages you would love to hear for women to capture from you also for the the next generation of women that are coming up in business? Yeah, um, I would say number one is root yourself in love and courage, just which essentially means um, listen to your voice, speak up, take up space um, and be be a trailblazer. Don't don't ask for permission like you have the answers, and you just got to go. I love that. So I want to talk about being just a woman in business and get your perspective on it, because the self-defense side, um, you know, can be considered more of a male-dominated industry. What do you think are some of the benefits that you bring to the table as a female business owner and a, a woman in today's world? I love this question uh, because it is a very male-dominated space, and there's a lot of um, instructors I've had in my life that I respect tremendously. And then there's also circumstances where it just was really freaking icky and just like gross and just like not built around consent. And so the benefit and the powerhouse and the badassness of being a woman instructor is that women want to learn from other women. And I think that being a woman in business is all about building community and the synergy and and just like that energy, like kind of when I came together with you, it's just you can really move mountains with other women. And I think that what I bring to the table is just that raw authenticity of like, this is this is what's happened to me in the workplace and on the streets. I've been attacked. I've been assaulted. I've been verbally harassed. And so you're always going to get from me that raw experience where like, I'm like, I'm here with you. I am, I am basically not your savior. I am here fighting alongside with you to show you that you're not alone and you're worth fighting for. So let's go. Yeah. Awesome. So another question I want to ask about business, and this is something that you and I were talking about. Some women, when they get into a career field, the challenge that they have is how do I stand out? Because there's so many other people. So if I am you know, a real estate professional, if I am just in self-defense, if I'm a counselor or a coach, there's a million others. So how do we stand out? But you were actually creating a niche that really didn't exist. And that's a problem on its own too. So what would you say to a woman who is wanting to create something that really doesn't exist yet? Yeah. Um come from a heart-led place. Mm-hmm. Um, think about what does your inner wounded child would what would you say to that eight-year-old version of yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, what would your higher self say to that child? And that is the message that you want to share with the world. You may be scared to, but you already know what creating a safe space for you looks like. And so um, what I would say is you're going to run into imposter syndrome. You're going to run into so many things, but speaking authentically in the way that is raw and coming from your soul Mm -hmm. is what is going to help you fuel the passion. And it no longer becomes about like, what if, 
you're on the right path. You're no longer seeking acceptance. So what I would say is speak up and really listen to who's speaking and make sure that it's your voice and no one else's voice telling you. So I would say like, just crank up, crank up that volume. Like the answers are already there for you. You're, you just have to break through those fears. Love it. Oh my God. So powerful. So we know that you are, you know, nowhere near being done with your chapter, with your life, with your journey. So what's next for Leslie? <laughs> oh man. Um, I, I always, you know, what I want to build up to, uh, in this world is I have this vision of stepping off of a plane onto an international destination and, um, being on a beautiful beach somewhere in Bali or an international country and being among like a hundred women on a retreat somewhere, uh, really being able to hone in on what my company does with this mind, body, and voice. So like everything, every step that I take in my business is to lead me to these retreats that I want to do for women in international countries. And, and I feel like self-defense and kind of the things that we experience as women of feeling disempowered transcends language. So like, I have this vision of being around other women who we may not speak the same language, but I'll be able to support them and show them things like technique or smash a box together with a bat and, and let them really heal out loud. Um, but my vision really is one of healing and um, women standing in their power. I just think that's beautiful. And I, I'm sign me up. I'm there with you. I am just, I've become one of your biggest fans and I love what you are doing. And I'm just so excited to see your vision come together because what you are doing is really important. You know, talk about being a trailblazer, but teaching women the power that we have inside of us, the power that we have in our voice and how, when we can own that power, how it's going to unlock us in so many areas. And again, just thinking of the ripple effect that that's going to have to everybody else that we interact with. And when we have a global movement like that, where people are not afraid to use their voice, to stand in their power, to stand up for who they are and what they believe in. I mean, think about the impact that that's going to have in such a positive way. And I'm just honored to be able to say, I saw it here first and I saw this coming together because I can't wait to be a part of this train and this journey with you because it's going to be truly amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I know that there's going to be people out there that are watching this and listening to this and they're going to want to reach out to you. They're going to want to know more about your programs. They may simply want to just know more about your personal journey. Maybe they are going through some of the trauma as well. So what's the best place for our viewers and listeners to find you? Yeah, um, definitely head over to my website, reclaimingyourcourage.com. And there's going to be a lot of great information on there. I think step number one is if you're someone who's ever had a moment recently where you felt like, oh, I really wanted to say something, but I couldn't, or I don't know, like, I just really feel like I need to stand in my power more and feel more confident is take my self-defense readiness um, quiz. And that's going to be a good starting point for your self-defense mindset so that we can get on a complimentary clarity call because you need someone on your side to help you with the strategy around self-defense. Like you're not going to wake up tomorrow and, and know how to like be a badass. Mm -hmm. There's just, there's just no way. Someone's got to give you a roadmap and give you um, a strategy on what to do. 
Uh, secondly, you can find me on Instagram at Reclaiming Your Courage. And so that's where you can get a lot of tips on defending yourself, uh, speaking up and becoming a better self-advocate. So you do lots of videos and you're, I've seen you on TikTok as well. You do lots of videos and tips. So I love how you're just, you know, again, having that, that go-giver mindset of being able to show them, you know, how it is and being able to open the doors to get the conversation started. Yeah. So, you know, um, please reach out to me on DMs or through my website. Like I, I really love community and connection. So if there's something that resonates with you or a story or something, um, I, I just love connecting with people and, and really holding space for them. So I invite you into a conversation. Beautiful. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for spending time with us today. You know, your story is one that is so impactful. And I know just in the short time that you and I spent together at our retreat, I felt your energy and I felt more empowered You know, when I left being with you and just the ability to connect with you. And like I said, I'm so proud of knowing you and having you in my circle. And I know that what you are doing is going to change the world. And I am just, I'm so excited to see it happen. So Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I'm really just honored to, to have you here in my circle. Thanks, Clara. And thanks for being um, a reflection in the mirror and, and just seeing what you're able to achieve just helps me level up and boss up. Like you said, we are better when we come together, that community. So thanks so um, much. Well, and thanks to all of you for watching and listening today. Remember, you can catch all of the episodes of the Working Women channel on my website, claracapano.com. Until next time. Keep going out there, living your life, being the best version of yourself. And just know that whenever you need a little clarity, you just got to come looking for it.